Bretto after an extremely tough 2020 for many it is so exciting to announce our first in real life event for 2021 Oh, MP, it's an understatement to say we miss connecting with our tribe, but it makes the 2021 wellness breakthrough all the more exciting. If you're ready to rebound or to make a comeback and even make 2021 your best year yet, you are warmly invited to join Brett, myself, and an intimate group of like-minded souls at the wellness breakthrough from February 5 to 7. Imagine yourself tucked away in the serene Streslecki Ranges of Gippsland, Victoria. You don't have to cook, you don't have to clean or do anything domestic. We feed you, we accommodate you, we hold the space for you to create your own wellness breakthrough. Whether it's in your health, your relationships, work, life, wealth, spirit, any part of your life, you can expect major transformation at our most intimate event. We'd love for you to join us, but spaces are strictly limited to 20 attendees. And as we record this, we have less than 10 spaces left. For more info, to watch the highlights of previous years and to join us from February 5 to 7 in 2021, go to thewellnessbreakthrough.com. Welcome to the Self Love Podcast, the show that helps crack open your heart and inspire a deeper regard for your own well-being and happiness. Proudly brought to you by 28 Essentials. Here's your host, the gorgeous Kim Morrison. Welcome to this week's self-love podcast quickie, where I get to share with you some of the things that matter to me most and also things that have really impacted my life. And this week, I wanted to share with you a little book that I was gifted many, many years ago called The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. Now, this book had such profound impact on my life that I just really wanted to share it with you. And if I can urge you to get a copy of it, you will read it in an afternoon. It's really short. It's easy, but it makes such profound sense. And so what is it? What is the essence of the four agreements? Well, beautiful Don believes that the real thing of living life with joy is absolutely sabotaged by the needless suffering around our own limiting self-beliefs. And, you know, he has based this on many years of wisdom and he really did know that by, you know, accepting that humans, if we could just embrace these four agreements, these four rules, these four rituals, these four principles on which we could live, then we would have a whole new experience of freedom, true happiness and love. Now, I think it's an inspiring book with many lessons, but let's talk about these four agreements. Number one, be impeccable with your word. You know, think about it. Everything you say has a vibrational effect. It ripples into other people's lives. Think about it. If you're sitting on a plane and you're talking about somebody, you have no idea who's sitting around you or who could be listening to you if you're sitting at a conference or sitting, you know, anywhere. We have no idea who's listening in or can hear your words. How do you speak to your children? How do you speak to your partner? How do you speak to your boss or worse than this? How do we speak about them when they're not present? You see, to be impeccable with your word means that you need to speak with integrity. It means that you will only say what you mean. Now, this is tough for some of us because idle gossip or judgment or opinions means sometimes we actually think aloud. Have you ever noticed that? Sometimes you actually speak aloud 
uh, your thoughts and your processing rather than taking the time to really think about it if it's really worth saying what you need to say. You know, I think it's also important, as he says, that we should avoid using the word to speak against yourself or to gossip about others. So, you know, if someone pays you a compliment, oh, gosh, Kim, your hair looks great, and you turn around saying, oh, gosh, it so needs a wash, or, oh, my gosh, I haven't done anything with my hair, just firstly think about that. Taking away the gift of that beautiful compliment from someone where you could just say, thank you so much. You're also maybe fishing for another compliment. Maybe you don't actually believe what they're saying, but stop before you reply to anyone giving you a compliment. Think about it. And if you really don't know what to say, to be impeccable with your word is to honor it for what it is and just say thank you. And you know, it's really important when it becomes, uh, when we become more mindful of how we use our words, is to use the power of your word in the direction of truth and love. If it's not truth, if it's not said with love, is it really worth saying? So it's a tough one when you really think about it. If I said to you the first agreement is to be impeccable with your word, sounds so easy. But I know myself the amount of times I've had to pull myself up when I'm idly saying something about someone or something or some course or some learning or, you know, my opinion or my my belief around something. Am I being truly impeccable? And one of the things that I love (laughs) to always suggest to people when we do perhaps nut off in our homes or when we feel comfortable, you know, if the world had a camera in on your lounge, your bedroom, your, your home or your office, and that was being beamed back out to the world, would you be proud of what you were saying? Would you be proud of how you were talking? Would you be more mindful of the tone you used? And would you be more aware of what you say, is it really necessary? I love that beautiful quote, those who speak do not know, those who know do not speak. Maybe it's time to really become aware of your words, what you say, how you talk about yourself and others, what you do with your children, how do you become the example, not this dictator, how do we be the hero or heroine in someone else's life? I can promise you, If you put your words in the direction of truth and love, then you are definitely living by the first agreement. The second agreement, this is a biggie, don't take things personally. Now, if we could all live by this truth or this agreement alone, I think our lives would be a lot better off. But you know, whenever someone says something about you or you think they've done something, regardless, it's nothing to do with what others say. It's because of you, not because of what they're doing to you. Not because of you that they're saying these things. It's actually not even about that. It's about them and what they're saying. So even though it feels like it's because of you or about you or in in light of you, just realize that nothing others do or say is because of you. Also, what others say and do is a projection of their own reality, their own dream, their own beliefs, their own values. It's got nothing to do with you. I love that line. What others think of me or say about me is none of my business. It has got nothing to do with you. If someone else is putting you down or judging you or knocking you, you got to remember it's a projection of their reality and their belief and what they think and feel about you. They don't know you. No one has walked in your shoes before. No one truly knows you. So how on earth can they possibly judge you or have an opinion about you that's based on what is true? 
It is only based on their perception of their reality, their projection of what they think about you. And here's a beautiful thing. When you become immune to the opinions and actions of others, you will not be the victim of needless suffering. Wouldn't it be cool to not care what someone else thinks about you? I know this is a biggie. This is tough for me personally as well, and I've really had to practice it. But if someone knocks you or doesn't like what you do or judges you on how you're doing something, or even if you've done it with the kindest and the best intent, or maybe you've had to make a really tough decision that's impacted the lives of others, like you've had to lay someone off or you've had to change the role or the the description in the business that you run, or you've had to adapt in order for you to survive, you've had to do things which has impacted others, and then they have a go at you about that. You know, you realize that if you come from a true spiritual place, a true belief of pure love, then what other people do in their actions and what they say is their business. It's got nothing to do with you. And maybe, just maybe, those changes that happen in your workplace or those changes that do have to occur because of what's happened or a friendship that's maybe broken down or a relationship that's changed, maybe in a few months, few weeks, maybe a year, a couple of years, you'll look back and be so grateful that happened because it put you down a trajectory that you would never have gone down had they not made that decision or created that outcome for you. So if something happens in your world, don't take it personally. Try to be the bigger person and see the bigger viewpoint here. Try and realize that there's a gift in every opportunity or challenge. And I know that takes a lot of emotional intelligence and a lot of emotional maturity, but I can promise you the more challenges you get, it's just more opportunities for you to practice this one. Don't take things personally. Number three, don't make assumptions. You know, we we all make assumptions about what other people are saying or thinking or feeling or doing. We make an assumption. Have you ever done it? I've been guilty of this myself. I've sent a text to somebody. They haven't replied. I've made an assumption I don't matter or that they don't care or that they're not interested in what I've got to say or be or do. Yet the reality could be their phone's gone flat or they've lost their phone temporarily or they're in a really important meeting where they can't look at their phone or they're going through their own personal crisis and your text or message has got nothing to do with where they're at right now. Yet we make an assumption that it means something. Now, this is a biggie, and I think it's really important that one of the most important things we can do if we start to find ourselves making assumptions, then have the courage to ask questions and get them to express what they really mean or what you really want. It's a really important thing here. Don't make an assumption because your child hasn't written a beautiful card for you that they don't love you or that your mum didn't return a call, therefore she doesn't care or that your boss hasn't responded to an email, they're not interested. Like I said, the minute we start making assumptions, when we assume things, if you break it down, it makes an ass out of you and me. Communicate with others as clearly as you can to avoid these misunderstandings, sadness and drama. You know, the clearer we become and the less attached we become to people's, their words and their things that they do, the more we realize we're not making assumptions now, we're actually basing it on what we're thinking and feeling and believing in the moment because we've asked good questions. But even then, we know that based on our upbringing, our filter systems, our beliefs, our values, our experiences, we're still going to naturally intrinsically make assumptions 
but it's cool to make assumptions from a much higher level and to do it with love is one of the best places to come from. Do you know with just this one agreement alone, you can completely transform your life. When you learn not to make assumptions because you think it's what other people say or think, or you're seeing the world through your eyes, not someone else's eyes, you're making an assumption that they have the same belief and values as you because that's how you see the world. Oh my gosh, wouldn't this be cool to assume that other people are doing things for the greater good as well? We're in a world right now where we're making assumptions that other people have agendas or other people are trying out to get out, are out there to get us or they're trying to be shifty or shady. What if, what if everybody is doing their best? What if everybody's trying to do what they can? Yes, sadly, there's people that take advantage and they will rip you off or they will try and pull the wool over your eyes or it's all about their own personal agenda. That of course happens. But ultimately, as humans, we all do that at times. Wouldn't it be nice to forgive people for this one? And just instead of making an assumption that he's a dickhead or she's a dork or that they're an idiot or whatever, you know, maybe they've just, they're in a different place right now. Maybe when someone lashes out at you, it's not about you. Like I said, don't take it personally. Maybe they're in a really vulnerable, tough place right now. It's really interesting when you start to watch human behavior, how these agreements, when you really listen to them and take them on in your life, they can transform your life and help you be a lot um, easy living, freer. We can live with more love and compassion and kindness, especially when we take on these four agreements. So don't make assumptions. And number four, always do your best. Your best is going to change from moment to moment. And we all know that sometimes our best isn't good enough. But in that moment, it was the best that we could do. But if you're aware of this and you're aware that you have got something more in you and you could do it better, then you're going to know that no matter what, you have the power to step up and be someone better and more empowered and different. And you're always willing to actually do things for a really good reason or you're doing it for the greater good or you're conscious that you've got more in you, oh my gosh, that means with awareness, we always have the power to step up. I know myself, even if I've delivered a great speech or a great podcast or a great conversation or a great lesson or learning with my children, I always walk away from it going, gosh, I could have done that a little bit better. Or maybe next time I'll try and say it this way. Or maybe there's a way where I could really touch more hearts with more compassion? Or how do I get more people to see this viewpoint with love and no judgment around that? I'm always trying to do my best. You know, even when I set a world record for being the youngest female to run 100 miles in 24 hours, do you know the first thing that crossed my mind when someone said to me, do you realize you've just set an unofficial world record in the moment? I just turned around and thought, oh my gosh, I spent four hours off the track complaining and whinging and trying to quit and in pain and eating and going to the toilet and all the different things that I did. My goodness, imagine how much more I could have done or given. I could have given even more to be my best if I hadn't succumbed to the weaknesses and my values that I wasn't good enough and all those things. And I love that. It's not that I don't appreciate how great it was. It's just that I really know deep down I could do better. I can be a better mum every day of every moment of every week. I can be a better partner. I know I can speak better. I know I can 
you know, communicate better. I know I can judge less. I know I can always do better. And right here, right now, I sincerely hope that you find, if you've been listening to my podcast, or maybe this is the first podcast you've come across with me, I sincerely hope that these four agreements, particularly this one about doing my best, I'm always trying to do my best. And I'll always try and give you my all when I record a podcast or when I interview somebody. You know, your best is always going to change, as I said to you, from moment to moment. And depending on how well you feel, how much energy you have, how much health you have, it's always going to alter. How much sleep you've had, uh, how well you've eaten. Of course, our best changes when we haven't fueled our body with the best foods and the best liquids and we haven't moved our body. Of course, we're not going to be at our best. So to be at your best means that you value your health and your well-being. And under any circumstance, simply do your best and you will avoid self-judgment, self-abuse and regret. When you know you've given it your all, there is no need to complain or beat up on yourself or feel guilty. I know as a mum, I've done my best. My children are now adult children. And I know there were moments, oh my gosh, if I could share with you some of the stories, maybe maybe I'll share with you in a podcast one day, my worst moments of parenting, you know, when I felt so bad afterwards for it. But I know by being able to apologize or being able to learn from it or being able to share with my children where I feel I could have done better or told them why I didn't do better, that's already made me a better mum. I know with my partner, sometimes my dear husband has been on the end of my fatigue and my stress and my emotional vulnerabilities, and I've taken it out on him. And later, one of the greatest things that we've both come to appreciate in a good marriage is to to learn the art of being a great forgiver. I'm so grateful he forgives me for those indiscretions, but I'm so grateful I can forgive myself and be my best version of me. And sometimes being able to say sorry or to forgive myself or others is the best version of me. And remember, no matter what, even if you're yelling or you're saying something in that moment, that is your best because in that moment, you're doing your best because that's all you know. And unfortunately, it may not be your best in the scheme of things, but in that moment, it has to be your best. Otherwise, you would have done it differently. So remember that sometimes our best can be our best worst. (laughs) And as we mature, as our emotional intelligence gets better, as we improve as humans, we know that the best of us has yet to come, or the best of us is constantly learning. We are students every single day. And as I love to say, we are all a work in progress. So just always do your best. And if you can do that with awareness, it may stop you in your tracks from being your best worst or your worst ever. And I can promise you, depending on our emotions and how hurt we are or how vulnerable we are or how tired we are or how toxin we are with chemicals around us in our environment or our food or our our drinks, we know that there's always room for improvement. And I know that my best is yet to come. So let's recap. What are the four agreements? Number one, be impeccable with your word. Number two, don't take things personally. Number three, don't make assumptions. And number four, always do your best. I sincerely hope that you get onto Amazon or you go to uh, audible.com and you listen to this book. It's one of my favorites. It's an all-time favorite. And I truly believe that if you have the power to understand that if you could just learn to live with these four agreements alone, what an example you're going to be to your children, what an example you are to your partner, to your colleagues, to your employees, to your employer, 
to your beautiful community. I know that this book changed my life years ago, and I personally think it's a practical guide to personal freedom. Cannot wait to hear your feedback on this one. If you've read the book, share with me what you took away with it. Love to hear your comments and feedback on my beautiful Instagram page, Kim Morrison 28, or on my uh, Facebook page, Kim Morrison Training. I really love getting your feedback. I'm so grateful to every single one of you, whether this is the first time you've heard me speak, as I said, or whether you've been following every single podcast. I just want to give you a virtual hug. Welcome and thank you to tuning into the Self Love Podcast. You know, I don't know the ripple effect this has. Some days I wonder if it's all worth it. And some days I'm wondering if I'm doing my best, wondering if it's my, if I'm being impeccable enough, wondering if I'm not um, making assumptions or taking things personally. But my goodness, when I get a comment, an email, a message, a Facebook message, and you tell me that the work that this is doing is helping people or helping you or changing lives, then it makes me step up even more to be even better. So thank you to all my beautiful, safe, self-love podcast listeners. I just want to say, my gosh, started this in September. We're now into a new year, into 2021. And I don't know about you, but if we can connect, even if there's just a few of us out here connecting at this level, and we're really striving to become better humans and learn the art of self-love, which becomes the platform to understanding things like the four agreements or your personalities or your Myers-Briggs or your understanding what it is in relationships, all the different things that are available to us, then my goodness, I honor you. I salute you. I thank you. And from the bottom of my heart to yours, I really do believe in you. Take care now, be kind. And I look forward to hearing your feedback on the self-love podcast. Thanks so much for going over to the iTunes and giving it a five-star rating. And thank you so much for tuning into the wellnesscouch.com forward slash self-love podcast, because that is where you'll find all the notes uh, alongside all my lovely uh, comments and feedback that I really do make sure I get back to you. So again, thank you with all my heart. Thanks for listening to the Self Love Podcast. Be sure to write a review and share the love with your friends and family and head over and visit Kim and her team at 28.com. That's the word 20 and the number 8.com. Take good care. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.